My name is Sean Thomas, and I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great, or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. why why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday you already know that you have to trust the process and just be persistent you already know that next level results require next level effort period but why is today different than any other day what's your why how are you going to get to the next level see most of you want to make it to the promised land of success but aren't willing to make the sacrifices let me be clear. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No handouts. No excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. Find your wife to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm-up for this moment right here. Today. Are you finally ready to play? You gotta decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action. Just be better. Just be more. Be more today. What's going on, folks? Your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas, back in the building with another episode of the Be More Today show. We are back. We are back. We are back in the building. And folks, we are chilling here in the month of November, 100 plus episodes. I've been here with you for season three, inspiring you to be more today. And I bring you on awesome guests. The whole year, we've had some amazing guests on the show who have showed you that they are ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And I thank you for joining our podcast and our platform. BeMoreToday.com has everything from my book, Be More Today, a 40 guide to a better version of you, including our podcast, which you already know, and our more merch store, which is open and has your latest gear for hats and visors and jackets and gaiters, everything you need to continue to be on the move. So check out our site and go on BeMoreToday.com. Uh, and on YouTube for our pages, for our workouts, go on there and make sure you are doing what you have to do to stay always 
on the move. Again, the Viewer Today Show is growing uh, 63 countries, uh, 30,000 plus downloads. It continues to move, but only thanks to your love and support. Thank you. It does not go unnoticed. My quote for today is simple as always. Sylvester Stallone said, going on one more round when you don't think you can. That's what makes all the difference. Folks, this has been a year where we've seen people do extraordinary things coming out of the pandemic, right? Masks are off. We outside doing what we said we have to do. And the one thing that I did not want us to do as a race of people was to go back doing the same thing all over again. It's very, very easy to just go back to being complacent, to go back to what feels normal, what feels natural, what feels comfortable. But out of this pandemic, a lot of people have done things that they would not have done otherwise. They have changed and flipped the script. They say, you know what? I'm going to make sure that I use every single day for the benefit and for the good. And everyone I brought on the show this year has been doing that. They've come out of the pandemic on fire, on the move, hitting the ground running and just making sure that they use this next chapter for their lives to be the best chapter of their lives. And my guest on today's show is the embodiment of that. She is uh, someone who I used to work with actually at my job as an aide. And you would have never known the power she has behind her legs and arms just by watching her move during a regular nine to five. She is uh, one of the strongest and most fearless competitors that I've seen. I've been watching her on social media for a long time now, watching her grow. And her name is Kiara DeTore. Now, Kiara has a five and O record for boxing and with a minor title. She turned pro during the pandemic. Now, a lot of people during the pandemic did a lot of things. They mm-hmm. backtracked and they, they hit from things, but she became pro during the pandemic. And her last fight was in February, and her first fight was in NYC. She's also a full-time high school PE teacher. And I want to talk about how she's balancing all of that while teaching and fighting at the same time. But currently, she's on a little layoff, so we have time to catch up with her because her next fight is going to be in February and she trains out of one of the best gyms in Brooklyn, Gleason. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pets included, please welcome to the stage the person who has the magic hands and someone you don't want to mess with, Kiara <laughs> Dittori. Kiara, what is going on? What's going on, Sean? Nice to see you. It's been a while. I, yeah, it's been um, a long time. Thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Very excited. And it's nice to um, be able to just, like, talk and about my journey, um, you know, feels good to, to be able to vent, if anything, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, I appreciate you taking the time today. I know you are literally coming off of class to take yeah. some, talk to me right now. So, you know, I I knew you, know you in, in one aspect as an aide when you work with us at my clinic at Georgetown, JAG1. Uh, but I always knew you had this other life. Right. And we talked about it a little bit when you were at working with us, but didn't really get into what you were really doing. And I started watching your videos and seeing what you were doing. And I was like, yo, she is really putting in that work. And I wanted to make sure I could just track you down and talk to you about what the journey has been like for you, because I knew yeah. you were an aide working with us and then you started doing high school PE. So right. how long have you been doing the high school PE road and how did you start boxing in the first place? 
Yeah, it's so crazy because um, like everything I'm doing now, I already knew I was going to be doing 10 years ago, you know? So this is something that I, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to become a teacher. I'm going to get my master's degree in that order. And then I'm going to turn pro. And it's exactly what happened, you know? So it was exactly according to my plan. But um, yeah, so this is my fourth year of teaching. My first year uh, was, I started, my first year of teaching was uh, during COVID. Um, the first year of COVID, yeah. And then I turned pro, like I, you know, like you were talking about during the pandemic. So it yeah. all kind of happened at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So I, I, I get the teaching thing because that's a steady job, 95 or 70. Yeah. In, <laughs> right. And that makes sense. But not everyone says, oh, I'm just going to become a pro boxer. Right. right. So what, <laughs> what, what goes to your mind? What happened? I know a lot of people get into boxing for a number of different reasons. But not a lot of females get into boxing. Right. So I'm curious, yeah. one, why why boxing? What happened for there? And two, you know, how do you feel as 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 someone who maybe looked at as someone who might not be the the standard boxer, but you're in here boxing with with guys who are bigger, if not your size? And what's that what's that whole experience like being in the spring right now for you? Um, it's awesome. it's honestly awesome. Um at first it's hard to even believe, like it's surreal, but um, then it kind of kicks in, but, um, yeah, I started off, I didn't start off with boxing. I started off with kickboxing and then, um, I think you also had a few knee surgeries or like a meniscus tear. And I had, I had two ACL surgeries and I actually went to Jag one to get, get that, um, help with that from Julio. Uh, so I did my physical therapy there. Shout out to Julio. All right. Out to Julio, um, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then I just didn't. Like my knees are strong, but I just didn't feel like I can be like I can take any more damage on my knees. And I didn't want any more surgeries. You know, the, the recovery is so long. And I'm sure you know that. Um, so I was like, you know what, let me let me go into boxing and um, protect my knees. And I know I can punch. And so I, all I needed to do was just find the best trainer in New York City. I'm like, all right, where do I find the, next, the best trainer in New York City? But well, where is the best gym in New York City? Right. Gleason's gym. Now, why is Gleason's gym the best gym? Because all the females are world champions there. You know, you can go to you can go to all these boxing gyms, but do they invest in female fighters? Not all of them. But Gleason's, and you'll see when you go inside, there's all these banners up, and it's all women fighters that are world champions. All women on top. And you don't you don't get that in any other gym. Wow, that's that's huge. Yeah. So I, I have this shirt that I'm wearing and people who are listening to the audio can't see this shirt, but a patient of mine gave me the Gleason's uh, t-shirt a long time ago. I had never been to Gleason's gym. So I've never been had, had a chance to actually walk in and see the gym by itself. But you right. just saying that when you walk in there that you see all these female fighters on the wall, yeah. that that by itself is inspiring. That by itself yeah. is like, whoa, okay, this, this is somewhere where I want to be. Right. And that that's incredible because I'm sure for you as as now a boxer, you look at that and you say, you know what? All right, cool. Credit, street cred. Mm -hmm. I can definitely be here and I can definitely grow here. There's a space for me to be here. Yes. Where I'm, I'm sure there probably have been you've been to where you recognize you walked in there and, and the vibe was not. You just don't get, you, you know, they don't, certain gyms don't invest in you like uh, Gleason's gym. So yeah. 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 So you've been going there now for how long at Gleason's? I started during COVID. Um, so what am I? I'm four years. I'm my fourth, third year, right? Is that the, it went by so quick. 
But uh, I was training elsewhere before, and then I kind of just transferred over. And as soon as I met my coach, I trained with him for about like uh, six to eight months, and then I turned pro right away. Wow. Yeah. What was the transition like for you going from kickboxing to standard boxing? Because I know for some that can be a hard transition to do. Yeah, it was a lot. I had to um, relearn everything and really um, start from the beginning, you know, because boxing is a whole different stance. It's a whole different mindset. It's a whole different timing because when you're not kicking and you're punching, it's the distance is different, you know, so I had to relearn that. But I surrounded myself with the best fighters. I surrounded myself with pro fighters. I trained twice a day because I knew that once a day wouldn't be enough because I started late. So I was like, you know what? So I need to train twice a day because I know the average person is just training once. And so I just put in all the work that during the pandemic and going forward. And I, I would say I surpassed what I thought, you know, the level that I thought I'd be. So I'm really happy where, where I'm at right now. Yeah, I mean, when you're five and zero, I guess you can definitely say that, right? <laughs> yeah, <Passing laughs> the levels, absolutely. But listen, you know, I, I think it's interesting. Yes, I remember us talking about injuries because, as you remember clearly, I, I had two meniscus injuries and yes. one in high school, one in college, and I, I think we talked about the, the journey it takes to come back from injury and how you adapt and how you pivot and how you continue to go forward, and it makes you stronger in the end. But you know, sometimes you have to pivot. So basketball. I can't play basketball anymore. Basketball is my kryptonite. That that makes my knees just hurt in general. Right. And right. for you, you know, it seems like with the kickboxing, you're like, yeah, you know what? I still have this passion. I still want to fight, but it can't be kickboxing. So you pivoted to now just standard boxing. Yes. And I think t- to me, that's incredible because it lets me know two things. One, that you weren't just going to give up. Right. When this thing happened to you, you weren't going to say, oh, I'm just going to just kind of stop doing stuff. That. No, no, no. I'm going to pivot now and continue to do what I love to do in a different way. And not only have you done that, but now you are excelling in that thing, which is an even bigger pivot. Because who's to say if you hadn't been hurt, we would have never seen you in this arena doing this thing. You know what I mean? So it's just incredible to really see that journey. And my question for you now is, what inspires you to fight? Because look, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I've probably been in maybe three fights in my entire life. And two yeah. of them were probably with my brothers. You know what I'm saying? So when it, when it comes to like yeah. fighting, fighting, you're not going to find me in a ring. This is not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. It's never going to happen later. It's not yeah. going to happen. But some people really love like Julio and you and others. They love being in that ring. They love that. They love that, that, that aura. So what is it about this thing that got you involved in kickboxing and now boxing in the first place? Yeah. Um, a lot of people call me crazy, and I think, and I honestly think, if you're a fighter, you have to be a little crazy. Why? Because you're stepping into a ring, and you're you're facing someone who wants to hurt you. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's a whole different mentality. Not to say that, like, any other sport is easier. Whatever sport you do at a high level is hard. You know what I mean? Especially if you want to excel at it. However, when you're in a fight sport, it's just a, it's you're fighting for your life, too. It's a whole different mentality. And I think that for me, like, I just think that's the high, for me personally, that's the highest level of achievement. And that makes me feel, you know, the most successful. Like I've really, you know, um, count conquered my fears and, you know, that's why I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we talked a, a lot about people on the show doing other things like that, like running marathons and triathlons, and that becomes their thing to kind of get over. So I get it. It's, it's in the same realm. You know, you, yes. it's in the same realm. The thing about boxing for me is that, I mean, you're in a ring and there's nowhere to go. 
and and yeah. all eyes are on you and this competitor. And you know, I, I've done a number of sports that were um, team sports, basketball, and whatever else, and even track is like very very insular, just you doing your thing. Absolutely, but boxing, wrestling, you know, even tennis, where it's like a match between you and someone else, and it's just you know, mano a mano. That that's a different kind of mind game, a different kind of mindset that goes into that. What prepares you? Or how do you prepare to walk into a ring and say, you know what, my main job is to take the person who is standing in front of me down? Like what yeah. goes through your mind before, I guess, before the the, the match and maybe right. during the match to get you right up for that? Um, it's all in the training that you do during the year. And and if you don't cut corners during the year and what you're training, then you'll, you'll walk into the ring with the most confidence mm. and there'll be no worries. So it's all about the work that you put in at the end of the day. Yeah. And you yeah. know, and you'll know before you walk into the ring, the first thought in your head is, did I train my hardest? And if you didn't, then you'll walk in with doubts. But if you did, then you'll, you'll win. That's, that's my mentality at least. So um, just put in the work. Yeah. Listen, a lot of people did a lot of things during the pandemic. You clearly did a big thing in a positive direction. And I'm curious when so many people were doing less, during the pandemic, what sparked you to do more and to turn pro? Um, I took you know, an opportunity. So, you know, I was, I'm a teacher, so I went remote during the, you know, COVID. So that means that like, you know, I was on, I was remote, but I had more time to train. And, you know, I think it's just like my character. Like I just can't sit around and do nothing. You know what I mean? So for me, it was like, I always think about what more can I do out of my day? Or what more can I do out of this situation? It's just something that the kind of person that I am. So for me, it was, okay, you know, I really wanted to turn pro. And that was in my head and one of my goals. And it was like, all right, so like, what can I do to make that happen? And like I said before, I just, I was like, I need to find a trainer that will invest in me. And I made connections during COVID. I found my trainer, my coach that I love and I'm really grateful for. And that's what happened really. So, yeah, that's great. It's great because you found someone who invests in you. I mean, you believing in yourself is one thing, which is, which is fantastic. But finding someone yeah. else who also believes in you and can push you to the next level. I mean, that's like the the biggest, the biggest goal. So yeah. I love that. And I'm trying to understand now you talking about you doing twice a day. And I remember doing twice a day when I was in college. But that's when I was in college and I wasn't working. And you being wow. a full-time teacher and also doing all the training for these things. How are you balancing regular life with your school, teaching, and then also this pro training life now that is part of your, your world? To me, honestly, it's all time management. I think if somebody has time management, they can do anything. Um, but it's being strict with time. So this is the time that I'm working. And when I'm not working, this is the time where I'm training. Even if I'm tired, whether I'm motivated or not motivated, it doesn't matter. This is the time where I'm at the gym. So it's about discipline and time management. And gotcha. if you have those qualities, I, I just, I believe that you can do anything in your schedule. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty consistent theme that we've been trying to put on the show for people to be consistent. <laughs> no pun yeah. intended on that. But <laughs> it is true, right? If, if you just continue to do what you have to do and stay on your grind, like you said, you trust the trainings when you walk into that ring. Whether you think you can be the person or not, you already know you've already trained enough to go in there and win this thing. Yeah, there's and no reason to lose. Yeah, there's no reason. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. I think actually Julio mentioned, he was the one who actually mentioned this to me for the first time. And I've been using it for a long time. He said, most battles 
or won and lost in the training. And uh, I know he talked about it in terms of kickboxing, but it's true for life as well. I mean, most of the things that you encounter, if you do the right training for it, you're going to win. Absolutely. You're going to win. You're going to win. I agree. Um, so, I, I, you know, this is a fun time of the year because uh, Creed is coming out soon. and Everyone's getting hyped oh, for that, yeah. right? That whole series has been kind of crazy since the beginning. Uh, and doing the story of Stallone to his son and whoever else. It's just been awesome to see that. And I think a lot of people get caught up in movie boxing versus if you actually watch real professional boxing and, and how right. that goes. But I do think, for the listeners, I'm curious for you, because you actually live this life, how close is what we see in the movies and what we see, you know, Creed doing and Rocky doing um, to what you actually do when it comes to training? Because I know you said you do a lot of training and you're at Gleason's and they're getting you in shape and they're doing what they have to do. And I've seen some of your videos personally, but explain to the listeners about what a typical training regimen is like for you, whether it's nutrition or fitness stuff or, or both. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, when I watch movies like that, I, I get inspired because it's exactly what I'm going through. Um, because you see all like, you know, people only see when you get your hand raised and you're winning, but they don't see everything that goes into it. And that's what you see in these movies, you know, you're fighting, but you also have, you could have family problems. You can have things going on in the background, but you still need to be focused on your fight. These are the things that happen to all fighters all the time that people don't see. Um, So there's a lot of sacrifices that go into it. And so for me, like training, um, it's the hardest part is the nutrition, honestly, (laughs) one of the hardest parts to me. Uh, it's just staying strict on the diet. And why? Because then it's like, you know, you can't, when you go out with your friends, those are the sacrifices that you make, you know, holidays, often holidays, like I won't be eating like everybody else. Or if my friends ask me to go out, I'm like, I can't have a fight coming up. If I want to go on vacation, I can't. So these are the sacrifices that you make because you want to win that fight. So uh, like I said, just people don't um, often see these things. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that goes into it. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I can attest to that as someone who, I guess I can call myself a marathoner now because I've done six of these things. But it's true. So much of the, you know, five o'clock wake up, four o'clock wake up runs and whatever else and training that goes in, all they see is the medal at the end. All they see, like you said, is your hand up at the end. Right. But really, so much more stuff goes into the grind, the the nutrition, what you're not eating, what you are sacrificing, what you are doing behind the scenes. And I think a lot of people get caught up in just looking at the end result. Just looking at your hand being raised, looking at the fact that you're five and zero, oh, and right. not recognizing what it takes to really get there, you know, and what yeah. you sacrifice to get there. So that's that's true, and that and that's I think personally something that we all can take kudos from and and really use for not just uh, physical feats like boxing and running, whatever else, but also life. Like you got to put some work into this stuff to get these things done. It's not going to just happen overnight, you know. The CEOs of companies don't just go out there and say. I'm just a CEO. They put a lot of work in to get there. They did a lot of stuff to get to those places. And it's the same concept. But I agree with you. I think some people don't want to put that work in. And yeah. that what's is what makes people who might not be five and oh, not five and oh, you know. Yeah. It, take, it takes that kind of work to do it. So yeah. you're currently undefeated. What's that feel like? Uh it feels good, but it's you know, it to me it's like it's in the past, you know. What's for me it's always like what's next. I, I never you know, celebrate things for so long. 
um, I want to win a world title. I mean, when I win a world title, will I be happy? Maybe, maybe I want more after that. I don't really know, you know, but I think true champions, they're always looking for more, right? Be more today, right? Isn't that the whole concept? That is the whole oh, motto. Indeed. That's right. That's right. Right to our next question. So listen, we've asked a number of people on this show what be more today means to them. And I think to everyone it means something different because everyone's everyone's life is different. Everyone's doing different things. Uh they they have different goals, but the theme resonates with everyone. So uh Kiara, when you hear the theme or the phrase be more today, what does that phrase mean to you? Be more today for me means that every day I wake up um, with some kind of goal or some kind of thing that I want to achieve in the day that I didn't do yesterday. So it has to be something more than I did or something new um, towards my improvement. So and that can be doesn't have to only be for boxing. It could be as a person. Right. Maybe you want to be a better person today or you want to be a better employee, um, a sibling, uh, a partner, a parent. Whatever it is, um, just to be to, to go that extra. So that's what it means to me. Awesome, awesome. Listen, I'm sure you, the kids that you work with, uh, they geek over you. I'm sure. Do they know that you box? Some of them do. I, I, I try. I stay quiet about it, but some of them still find out. They find me on TikTok. They find me on Instagram. But you know, it's out of my control. But I had a few students this week come up to me and tell me how they found me very inspiring to them, which is it's very nice. It's very cool. nice to them. I'm happy to inspire them. That's awesome. Do you feel like you have uh, more respect from these kids now? Because you can probably kick their butt. Or do you? Hundred percent. Can you imagine? If, you know, <laughs> they said something, and you know, I got to throw hands. You're kind of kidding, which I love. But yes, absolutely. <laughs> so listen, I'm I'm excited for your growth and your journey. I I love I love seeing people go for their dreams. And I love seeing people not be afraid to go out there and put themselves out there to be great. And you're definitely doing that. So I'm curious for you. I know you said World Championship is on is on the docket, but what's next for you in terms of your training, uh, in terms of coming back? I know you said you're coming back from an injury. What's next for you trying to get back into the ring and to continue your journey to be more? Yeah, so I'm um, taking the rest of the year off. But by off, I don't mean like I'm not doing anything. I'm working on things that I didn't do in my previous fights. So studying my previous fights, looking at things that I needed to do better. And I'm ready for next year, February, March, around there to come back as a better fighter physically and mentally. So that's what I'm doing right now. Very, very exciting. Listen, we want to be able to follow you on social media and otherwise. So where can listeners follow you so we can see your journey? You can follow me on Instagram. Um, it's C underscore D1T. So oh. C underscore D1T. And then on TikTok, I'm Speedy. 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 Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Carrie, really appreciate it. I mean, you're an inspiration by itself. Um, Thank you. I, I, I've, I've watched the journey and I love seeing, especially people that I, I've known or worked with, go on and say, you know what? I'm doing this now and this is where I'm going and not just go for it, but go for it hard and go for it and be successful. So you've done that. And I just want to say kudos to you for doing so. And we wish you the best with your recovery, with your comeback in February. We'll definitely be watching you and following you. And folks, if you are on there, please follow her pages as well. 
she is the next big thing and we're looking forward to her being even better in the ring as we enter 2023 so kiara thank you so much for being on the show i thank really you. appreciate it thank you sean no problem and folks listen to the quote that we talked about today going on one more round when you don't think you can that's what makes all the difference you heard kiara talk about her journey right out of the pandemic so many people say you know what i'm not doing but she said, I am going to do. And she found a way to balance full-time job with now her passion. And she pivoted, all right? Talking about the injuries, talking about the journey from coming back and now doing what she still loves to do. And not just doing it, but excelling in it to an undefeated record. So we look forward to seeing what's up with her. And we look forward to making sure that her journey is something that you can be inspired by. Because when people go out there and want to be great, it takes work. Do not forget, it takes work, behind the scenes stuff, five in the morning. We talk about this stuff all the time. It is not new for you to go out there and do it. The question is, do you want to do it? Do you want to be great? Do you want to be undefeated? Do you want to be the one with your hands up at the end of the race, at the end of the, of the, of the match to say, yes, I was the victorious one? It takes that work. And it's, there are no handouts, but you're talking about boxing or running or life. You have to go out there and put that work in. So Listen to her words, be inspired by her journey, and follow her on social media and TikTok. You will not be uh, a loss for what Speedy has to show you what's going on in life. So, folks, go out there and continue to follow us at BeMoreSay.com for, again, my book, our Amazon store, uh, our swag store, our more merch. Everything you need for BeMoreSay is out there. So go out there and subscribe to our YouTube page. We appreciate you in advance. Any questions you have for me or for Kiara, or if you want to know more about the best gym in Brooklyn, Gleason's, Email me at drshawn at bemoretoday.com or follow us on social media, be more today PT and be more today as well. As I always say, folks, have a good day, have a good night, have a great life, and continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. We will see you next week. Peace.